Hey guys, welcome to the Bada Boom Podcast. This is Chris. I'm here with my boy Troy. What's um, up? Yeah. So we're excited to get started. Um, you know, we've been talking about stuff like comics, movies, all of our passions for, for quite a bit. And um, we both thought it was time to kind of put those things on paper and share that passion with you guys. Can't wait to start the first episode. We've been talking about this for quite a while. Um, but yo, the new season of Young Justice, well, I think we just had like the sixth or seventh episode this past thanks, Thanksgiving, this past Thursday. How are you, how are you feeling about see- this season so far, Chris? So far, so good. Um, for me, uh, last season, I, it grew on me. It started off a little bit like, you know, switching you know, gears from Cartoon Network to uh, the DC Infinite app, you could see that it became a little bit more adult. And it took me a while to get adjusted to that. Um, and by the time I got adjusted around like episode like 15 or so, um, I felt like it really hit its stride. And now on HBO Max, it seems like they've even hit, you know, another level. I think they've gone back to basics a little bit, you know, going back to some original characters like, you know, um, Artemis, Miss Martian, Connor, um, while introducing some new characters like, you know, uh, Cassandra Kane, um, and some others. And it's, it's been fun for me because it, it, it goes back to the core of what, what made me love the show, um, while introducing some more adult themes. Yeah, for sure. Before we go forward though, if you haven't seen any of Young Justice, let's just throw a quick spoiler alert banner up for you. We'll probably be talking about things that you haven't seen yet. So, you know, keep listening with caution. But I agree. Uh, You know, season three had some pretty adult moments in it. There was a lot more blood and action than I would expect to ever have seen. I don't think they could have got away with it for sure if it was on Cartoon Network. So, and this season's the same. You know, there's a lot of real adult kind of things that are are in there pretty pretty heavy adult topics and you know if you were maybe like eight nine or ten and you started watching this you might be realizing or seeing some of like how mature it's become on hbo max and in the dcu uh app it was in previously no for sure um with with this season you know they they start off you know pretty uh pretty strong you know you have um you know, obviously they're tackling, you know, racism on Mars, tribalism, nationalism, all of those things um, in those first three episodes. And those are things that, you know, they couldn't touch on Cartoon Network. And it's pretty clear. Um, and I think some of the limitations of Cartoon Network kind of played to their advantage because they, they kind of had to make it, you know, much more character focused um, versus like plot driven, even though they, they're strong in, in both areas. So I've been appreciated that the new season has kind of gone back to basics and kind of like gone into um, character again, characters we love like Miss Martian, Connor, Artemis, characters that were, you know, there day one um, and putting the OGs, the the OGs and putting them in these adult situations, um, you know, and these situations that are very personal. I felt like last season, um, they're being mentors and, uh, you know, bringing on the outsiders. Um, and there are a lot, so many new characters last 
uh, season that I felt sometimes they, they got lost in the shuffle um, and the pacing suffered a little bit. But this season, you know, only eight episodes in and I already feel like, hey, something special is happening. Yeah, and I've, as I look back and I see every time there's a new season, there's a, there's a time jump. And I feel like in season three, they were trying to fully embrace this is what it means to be an adult. And in this season, there's only a one year time jump. And it seems more of like now it's like we accepted what it's like to be an adult in the last season. And now we're trying to actually manage being adult. Like, you know, maybe when you're like 26, 27, you're like, okay, I am an adult and I need to get some stuff like straight and figured out. That's kind of what season three was. And season four now is like, oh, we are adults and like we are making these huge choices. Like we're not really kids anymore. And we have a pretty big impact uh, with our actions, whether we kind of realize it or not, which I feel like now is a great time to kind of dive into some of the things that happened in in the first three episodes uh, on Mars. You kind of mentioned some of the adult themes they struggled with, but uh, let's talk about some of the characters that they – they introduced uh i am 100 percent confident spoiler alert that superboy did not die and here here's my reasoning i know you and i have talked about this you know off the podcast a little bit but in season three we saw uh violet die like five times and they had no problem <laughs> showing it yeah like, they had no problem and like i know she can heal herself but the first time you see that, it's like, oh, crap, she's dead. And then, okay, okay, she's alive. So my thinking is like, all right. And they they even show that little kid that gets uh, turned into that lava kind of uh, thing in the first episode when Black Lightning kills them. You see that person die. And so for me, it's hard to be like, yeah, we're not really going to show Connor die. Uh, I'm like, okay, he's not dead. I'm pretty sure the Legion of Superheroes jumped in, maybe took him to the future and healed him, and they'll be back momentarily. So I think we'll see maybe in some later episodes uh, Connor hopefully come back because it's been a huge, huge shock for everybody. And if you've seen the last episode, you can see, man, it's really tearing Superman apart. So... I hope he comes back. Yeah, I think he'll come back for sure. Um, because, you know, there's no face, no case. The fact that he didn't show his body. Um, and also the fact that you have the Legion of Superheroes and time travel involved. Um, there, There's a high possibility that, you know, he's still alive. Um, but, you know, if he is gone, I do appreciate the fact that... Um, We've had a couple moments with with Miss Martian, with Clark, where it shows you the the progression of these four seasons, you know, like when Clark first met Connor and how he, you know, disregarded him, almost like didn't want to acknowledge who he was to now kind of like Connor being the uncle of his child, Connor being, you know, cl- closer to him than almost anyone. Um, that was a really good moment in the last episode, episode eight, where he's, you know, he's there with Lois, you know, and he, you know, needs Lois to be strong for him. 
Um, and it goes back to like the, the adult things, you know, being an adult, I, I appreciate that, you know, this season they're like, Hey, you know, these characters are going to struggle with grief. They're going to struggle with what it means to be a hero. Um, or even like what it means to be like parents, you know, the fact that like, um, in the last episode, Artemis is, um, challenging Cheshire and kind of, you know, challenging her to be a, you know, a more present mother. Um, I think that all that stuff is like really good and why that moment when Connor, you know, is, is gone, which, you know, I don't think he's gone works so well because, you know, there's, there's a payoff, you know, it isn't like played for just like shocks. It's like, Hey, this death really affects people and not only affects, you know, Miss Martian, who's, you know, married to him, but it, it brings back, you know, old wounds, Artemis, you know, and Wally. So, um, it really pays off for fans that have watched the show and it gives you something to look forward to. Cause you're like, Hey, like, you know, you really want to see how these characters deal with that loss and the other situations that they're put in. So, um, I think they did a really good job of um, setting that up. Um, I think they're paying it off really nicely. Um, and it goes to show you why that show was like connected with so many people when it was on Cartoon Network. And still, I think just from the way we've talked about it, every time I watch it, it's like the one show weekly. I'm like, I have to watch it as soon as it posts. <laughs> Yo, man, today I was like, all right, it's Sunday. Okay, how many how many more days until Thursday? <laughs> uh no, but like as you were telling me, you know, as you're saying these things, but like it makes an impact. Something ironic kind of popped in my head all throughout season three. Superboy kind of is def- defending anybody that wants to like take their time and wait on joining the outsiders or wait on joining the team. You know, he gives Brion and Cyborg a chance to kind of have an out. He says in a couple situations. Just because you did something heroic today doesn't mean you need to be a hero. And, you know, he stepped away a little bit from the life uh, and him and Megan are doing their own thing. But at the end, it's, a, it's kind of poetic that he is, he's the one that makes the sacrifice out of everybody on the OG team. I mean, I know his, he's always wanted to be Superman and that's like his, his, that was like his goal, his dream. And season one is what it means to be Superman and have that drive to sacrifice. And I feel like he kind of stepped away from that in the earlier seasons or in the later seasons. And definitely I think so in season three, but at the end of season three and start of season four with the sacrifice and, you know, coming out to the world as being uh, the clone of Luther and Superman, like he's really been like, all right, I am ready to be a hero. I'm ready to make, these big adult decisions and even if you know he had a moment to pause and think like is this what i want to do he didn't really hesitate he like was diving in and like trying to get rid of that bomb and i remember the previews of him punching and seeing the blood and being like man who is superboy killing and then you realize later that's his blood because he's just so weak from everything and yeah it's just it's just a little it's good writing. That's what it is, is, you know, someone giving other people the option to not have to be the hero, but then he just puts himself in a situation where I am going to not be the hero, but I'm going to do what's right. Yeah. Um, he's grown and the time jumps in the, in the show sometimes can feel jarring, but 
the reality is like when that show first aired, it was 10 years ago. So we've really grown with, with these characters. Um, and I'm sure the writers have, um, they've lived with them for quite a bit. So to see Connor kind of be in a, in a position where he doesn't even think twice about that sacrifice, he knows that he's weak, um, because he has, you know, he's been far away from a yellow sun. He knows, um, there's a chance he might not make it out of it. And the people around him are telling him like, Hey, like, don't do this, don't do this. But he knows he's the only one that can make this sacrifice. And again, it's, a uh, it's a beautiful moment. It, it's sad. Um, but again, it, the way they've set that up, you know, there is, there's a payoff and, um, it doesn't feel like they're like, oh, we're we're just going to start off the season with, you know, a major death of one of the original team members. It definitely feels like, hey, you know, this is a sacrifice. And um, if Connor doesn't come back or, you know, this death is is for real, um, I feel satisfied. I feel um, they've they've given me what I needed from that character. And, um, you know even though he's fictional, I do feel he's in a better place if he did move on to a for different no, for sure. experience, um, which is dope. I, you, you rarely see that when it comes to these things. And um, it's why I, you know, my week revolves around Thursdays. Um, and I can't wait to see where, where this show goes the rest of the season. And hopefully they get the opportunity to carry this all over in uh, more seasons. Yeah. So, I want to say this one thing, and then let's let's talk about some other characters we haven't seen, mm-hmm. and let's maybe think what they might be up to. But uh, since Superboy's death, there hasn't been any mention of the Legion of Superheroes, and uh, when the Legion of Superheroes kind of intervened and healed Beast Boy, uh, when Saturn Girl healed his his mind from all the brain blasts and stuff. Um, she says, you know, we don't really know why we're here, but we can help when we can. And I think when Superboy was starting to make the sacrifice, they realized this is the moment we're here for. We're here to save Superboy. And like, you know, hopefully he's not dead. If he is, you know, I think we're both satisfied with that ending, but I think that's, that's just a little bit of evidence that like we don't know what the Legion's been doing since uh, his death. It feels like at the current episode we're at, it's been a couple months since his death. Uh, and McGann's on her way back from Mars with her sister, so it's it's been a bit since his death, and there's no mention of the Legion yet. So, again. So hopefully, you know, they are making some moves and helping Connor, but we don't really know the full purpose. I don't think they as characters don't even know the full purpose. I think really they just know, hey, someone from our time's coming back and we got to make sure they don't mess stuff up. But mm-hmm. um, what, what what do we want for the other characters? Again, that's why I, I think the writing is dope is um, I, I feel just seeing these characters and in these situations is enough for me. Like in terms of the bigger plot, I'm like, I don't know who the big bad or... Um, will be in this season or anything, but I, I'm not too concerned with that <laughs> because of how well um, they've written the show. These, you know, this first eight episodes and going back to like characters that we haven't seen, it's, it's been dope to kind of see teases of certain characters that have shown up, you know, like Jason Todd, like Damien, like John, 
Um, those are characters that are in the background, but you can tell that they're planting the seeds to be like, hey, uh, these people may be a bigger part of the future of this show. Um, so that's been like, interesting. Um, also, some of the new characters they introduced, like, you know, Cassandra Kane, like Orphan, the way they played her story and really, you know, when you tackle what, you know, this is huge spoiler, and we've already made that spoiler disclaimer. But when you tackle what crippled Barbara Gordon, I think um, there's always that fear of like, hey, this was obviously a controversial moment, and the way it happened in the comics obviously um, is the story that's you know highly regarded. But as time has gone by, it's become really prob- problematic. So the fact that they were able to create this moment where you know sometimes it it feels like, Hey, it's a moment of weakness, but one, it made it like a great moment for, for Barbara where she, you know, sacrificed herself, you know, for Cassandra, but it's also like a great moment for Cassandra. Cause Cassandra's like, she realizes like, Hey, I don't have to be the, the killer. My mom made me. And I thought that was really cool. And, you know, she's only been in it for three episodes. Hasn't said a word cause she can't. And it's been awesome to see that character arc, you know, intertwined with Barbara's, um, Artemis, Cheshire's. Um, it's been a really cool, like, second arc. Like, that first arc, you know, honestly was, was good, but I didn't think it was, like, amazingly paced. This three episodes on Mars kind of felt like it was a bit of a drag at times, uh, just because of all the um, the political things that were going on. Sometimes it felt like, you know, like, hey, or is this, you know, the Martian show or is it like Young Justice? Um, but <laughs> now that they're back on Earth and kind of dealing with like those shadow organizations, like, like, you know, the League of Shadows. Oh, and... whoa, the shadow organization, the League of Shadows. I yeah. Didn't that coming at all. <laughs> I was going to bring up the light, but I'm like the light kind of disbanded. But, you know joker came back and stuff like it so the light is still there so you know there's the shadow organization the league of shadows but also the light yeah um, so it, like it, it's been I, dope I, like i i have these last couple episodes made me appreciate the first couple ones too because i was you know i was like hey is this going to be more of like last year where you know we're just jumping into like um big adult themes and sometimes the characters kind of like fall by the wayside at times but the fact that these couple episodes have happened it's made me like appreciate those first three like those really set up what um the tone for the rest of the season yeah and you know speaking of you know how barbara gord uh how barbara kind of loses the ability for legs uh i think it plays so well into their her character because from the comics and stuff like I always kind of felt like you know it'd be really easy to kind of just kind of give up it'd be tough to have that motivation to keep going but because of how they rewrote it and it's more like a sacrifice you know she wants to keep going because of orphan and supporting orphan not you know you know maybe she might be going out of spite to be oracle before to catch Joker or to continue supporting Batman and everyone else. But like, this is really like an act of love kind of on her part. And it's a great motivation or a uh, great way to motivate her. And I think it's a really good way they rewrote it like that. Um, I also think like it's, it's 
a little refreshing, but I'm also just like dying for more when they only focus on one of the OG members every episode or every three episodes. Um, which side note, call back to your, you know, it's cool we're seeing all these other characters kind of come in like Red Hood and Damien and stuff. I'm glad Arsenal's back on the team because there's no way he was going to be that chill in season three and they not try and set up the outlaws or something. Hopefully when uh, Jason finally comes back into the fold. But because we've been seeing every three episodes is a different character. I was just thinking when you were saying, you know, we haven't really seen the lights. We also really haven't seen that much of the justice league either, even though we've been back on earth for the last three episodes, there's only been really Martian Manhunter and Superman from the justice league that we've pretty much kind of seen. So I hope when we finally turn the page and we see, Hey, what's Aqualad up to, that's going to shine more of a light onto what's the light doing? What's the justice league doing? And again, kind of with separating these three uh, or episodes into three, three episodes per character. I think it also does kind of does another cool thing of what it's like when you grow up and you're not around your friends every day, you know, you're still great friends and you still have great memories and you get back together and it's like nothing ever happened, but you're out there kind of doing your own thing. And when you guys, come back together and talk and catch up you got a lot of stuff you got to catch up about and that's kind of what it feels like uh just another kind of like adult life cycle thing they've woven into the show really creatively yeah it's it almost seems like they're giving each character kind of their own movie a little bit um and what I just, I mean, the that's the great thing about it being animated and only a little bit shorter. They have like those episodes to kind of spare, you know, if it goes. Um, and I don't know how long this season is, but if it's as long as the previous seasons where it's like, you know, 26 episodes, um, we'll have plenty of time to dive into, you know, Calderon, um, Dick, um, and also see where, you know, even though you know, I wasn't a big fan of kind of like Jefferson being like at the center of last season. It'll be interesting to see where he's at, you know? Um, yeah. Cause he came back to be like the chairman of the league. And if I remember properly from season two, you're the chairman of the league for a year or so. So he should be like just finishing his chairmanship of the league. Um, and all the other characters, they did some pretty cool promos for Zatanna and apparently Rocket's going to maybe have her own three episodes here and there. So, and we've never really seen too much of Rocket. She's been a really big side character. Yeah. Um, and you know, there, there's still characters to be introduced or characters to, like, um, you know, the Jason thing has been something that's been teased since last year. So, you know, and the fact that he actually spoke, you know, in, in the last episode, um, makes me hope that he has a storyline um, this season, um, especially being that, you know, this kind of arc had a lot of the Bat family. I'm like, hey, you know, let's get Jason in this. Um, so I'm really excited to see what's to come of this season. And, you know, as as we've talked about, the, the show has really um, reinvented itself since 
um, getting canceled on Cartoon Network. I think it would have been really easy for them to go back to what they were doing. Um, but they realized like, hey, the audience has grown with this show and the show has to um, really dive into different things if it wants to survive. And um, it really makes you more interested in what's to come and appreciate um, where you've come from too. You know, it's, again, even though these are fictional animated characters, you're like, hey, I, I feel like I've seen them all growing up. I've seen them in high school i've seen them cry i've seen them lose people i've seen them get married um so it really feels like you've been reading like a comic book for years um so to see some of these storylines pay off when you know just a couple years ago we were like will we ever see these people again so um i'm, I'm just super pumped that we still get to see the show i'm excited that every thursday during the holidays i have something to be thankful for <laughs> which is uh new young justice um Hey, I'm not going to lie. I watched that Young Justice Thanksgiving kind of episode. I watched it on Thanksgiving, like, in the morning. And there are several parts of the episode where, you know, they're, they're mourning over Superboy or Artemis is recalling memories of Jade. And it's like, man, you know, there's a lot of family, a lot of friends to definitely be thankful for. And, you know, whether they're still alive or they've, or they've passed, you know, definitely cherish the moments you have with them uh and one thing that i love that they did i didn't like it at first but i've definitely changed my mind about it but i didn't i didn't like that they showed all these flashbacks of like oh yeah jade was talking to to artemis the entire time she was in season one and trying to convince her to go towards the league of shadows and stuff i I didn't really like that because it's like okay but at the same it it just didn't feel you know like we're getting the whole picture but it felt like we were getting the whole picture in season one and in season two but now that they're like adults and stuff you know there's a lot of stuff that they they could have shown and they didn't with all these time jumps like we don't know everything that happens in the five years and the two years and the one year um and you know it's totally fine to go all the way back to season one and be like hey here's this one thing that they did that you don't know about that doesn't really play any part until this exact moment in time. And I think it will be kind of refreshing to kind of get some of those a little bit more throughout the season. Um, Hopefully there's some of those that can bring Wally back or do something to, to have Wally come back into the fold. (laughs) If any, if anybody wants somebody, some character to come back, everybody wants Wally to come back They're that's the one that left everybody completely heartbroken. We can accept Superboy died because it kind of happened across two episodes. We've had we are three or four episodes. We've seen some mourning, but it was just boom. All right, guys, Wally's dead, and that's it. We'll see it for season three, hopefully. No, and uh, with Wally, um, when Wally died, it we didn't get know if there was ever going to be a season three. <laughs> so, yeah, like we we had a linger on that for a couple years, and. On top, it felt like, you know, when, you know, it felt very much like the comics, you know, when, like, when Wally was gone. <laughs> so I think everyone has a special place in their heart for Wally. Um, so hopefully. Yeah, I got, I got the Wally Flash tattoo, man. Like, oh, man, I loved him in season one, season two. Uh, and what was so infuriating about it, too, man, is when all the rumors are coming out for season three, they're like, yeah, they brought the voice actor that played Wally back for season three. And then we're like, 
okay, he's playing a monkey. And then he's like, okay, now he's like a fever ghost for Dick. <laughs> and I don't know if the voice actor came back for season four, but that was a huge tease. And now we, we don't have a tease for Superboy because the season's not over yet. But man, that set up a lot of people and they didn't feel the best about it, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, kind of like switching gears, like now that we've kind of talked about like the season and how we feel, um, just wanted to get like in terms of your wish list going forward rest of the season, what is the thing you want to see the most and um, what direction you hope the, the show is going in? Well, wish list, man. Um, I, I think season three was really cool because we got to see all these cool new meta teams and we, we saw some great stuff happen in season and earlier in the season with windfall joining the outsiders and she struggled a lot in season three dealing with her powers so overall i want to get a really solid update on everybody like i don't really need to see every background detail but it's just nice to be like okay so that's where this person's at now i don't need to know what they went through necessarily because there's a lot to update but it'd be good to see a decent update on where some people are. And they've done a really cool job of that with Violet by just having her talk over the credits at the end. So, you know, it doesn't have to be much, but an overall update on everyone in season three. And I'd like us to get some sort of, I want to say like some sort of like feel on who the big bad is, but I feel like, the more and more we I've realized this show is this show is kind of lining up with adulthood. Like you don't really know who the big bad is and you're just trying to fight every single day as you can. And as you're piecing together what the future kind of looks like for you, then you kind of start to see where you need to narrow down a little bit more. So I'd like that, but I don't think they're going to give that to us. And I think finally, the what I really want is... I don't, I feel like they, people always do this at the end of every show. I like when the series ends, they do like this big reunion of some, of sorts, but I think it would be kind of cool if we had one episode where maybe the entire original team is maybe locked in somewhere or they're trapped in a cave or they can't get out or something. And maybe they're paired with the person on the team that they don't have the the most fondest memories of or you know they we just didn't see them work together a lot maybe you know uh uh you know miss martian and robin and uh rocket and aqualad and uh artemis and zatanna you know that's just like a random pairing but just to kind of see let's let's throw some more flashbacks in there let's see some stuff where they really work together when they were younger and create some really fun memories and let's let's see those as viewers and you know hopefully go back to our uh friendships earlier in life and you know thank each other or you know um rekindle some friendships here and there and kind of just have like a an episode of reflection but also you know knowing at the end of this episode we got to push forward and, and keep going a little bit i think that would be a really fun episode especially if it's some stuff we had never seen before that they're 
uh, kind of bringing up. What What about you, man? What's on your wish list? Um, for me, uh, I kind of already said it. Uh, with me, more Bat Family stuff. I I want more. Um, that's why I really love these last couple episodes. I want more. You know, Dick. I hope we get a Jason reveal. Obviously, you know, uh, Damien's a baby, but I'd like to see him talk. <laughs> yeah um, that's really for me because i i really have faith in the direction they're going this season um so there's not really much i'm putting into like hey i want to see these plot lines or something like that um i have faith in the character duration of the the characters and um where they're going with it and stuff so as long as they just give me more of the characters i want to see I'm, I'm i'm completely happy with it um so i, I it they already have my money, you know, so. <laughs> they, they got, they got mine. I already paid for like a year in advance. So they got mine. But, yeah. So I, uh, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to try to watch every episode three, four times um, to make sure we get a season five. Um, for but sure. it was good. Leave, I mean, like, leave that streaming on in the background. Yeah. I'm going to do, you know, what people do to get their favorite artist streams up. Just have like my iPad, my iMac my TV on just streaming, you know, <laughs> um, Young Justice all at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be really interested to kind of see what Nightwing's three episode arc is kind of like, because we saw him with Artemis and we haven't really seen him though too much kind of on his own. What I wonder, what I wonder, and like this would, again, this would be wish list stuff, is if his three episode arc has to do with Jason. It'd be cool oh. to see him partner up with Tim and, you know, and f- like maybe have to seek him out or um, like if it's not a Bat Family centric story, being that he's kind of like a leader in the team, it'd be really cool to see him with Calderon. And um, I feel like that was a bit teased because you did see, you know, um, Aqualad and Nightwing together at a certain point. And I feel like they're very much the the Superman and Batman of the Young Justice team where they, you know, they're kind of like the leaders. And um, so it'd be cool to see if that storyline and, you know, if we get into like Calderon, like it would be cool to see them explore more of his, you know, his relationship with his dad. Um, I thought that was really cool um, when they explored that. So if they went deeper into that, that'd be cool. Yeah. I want to see, I think for Nightwing's, I think that's a pretty cool possibility for having to do some stuff potentially with Jason Todd. But I think for Nightwing, it would be really interesting to kind of have a callback moment to when he says he doesn't want to be the Batman in season one, but maybe he gets put in a situation where it's like, Hey, you kind of got to be Batman, like be in his suit for a little bit. And maybe that's how it kind of comes a little bit closer tracking down Jason. I think that'd be a, a unique twist. And, you know, I, me personally, I feel like they've kind of touched a lot on Aqu- Aqualad and his father, especially in season two, and they do some references in season three for it. So I think for for Aquaman or Aqualad, he's he's always been making these big decisions. And he's he's the oldest of the OG team. He's 18 when he's on the team in season one. So I think in, in this season, he's always been making these huge adult decisions going undercover and, you know, having these, all these different small teams in season three. Um, 
I think it would be interesting if they dove a little bit into how are you dealing with some of your personal life choices and how big of these decisions are that you make when like being a hero. How do those big decisions affect your personal life? Because we have seen that in the past, but like they didn't really shine too much of a light on it. It's, it's, it's very kid level. It's not like the adult level of, of, you know, impact on things that I feel like we, we might see in this season from him. Yeah. Um, again, I, there's just so many possibilities and I have faith in, in, in the creative team and what they've been doing. And um, I really appreciate how they've taken the show in, in new and different directions. Even when um, I haven't agreed with some of the choices, I always appreciated how, they really, you know, committed to certain stories and, you know, really put the, the characters at the center of everything they do. Um, and I'm excited. But yeah, what's more sure, man. getting to talk to you about it. And I'm glad we finally got to do this. And I hope that people listening enjoyed it. And, you know, hopefully you're watching the show and didn't listen to us spoil, you know, four seasons and 10 years of TV for you. But I hope you really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah, and, you know, hey, I'm sorry if we did spoil it, but, it, you know, hopefully you can just catch all the things that we missed on our second and third viewing, and you can get it on your first or second. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, um, I think that about wraps it up. Um, again, I appreciate, Troy, for taking the time um, to see. Hey, hey, I, about- I appreciate you taking the time, man. Like, I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate your time. No, no, I appreciate your time. Um, but this is gonna be- we, we appreciate your time for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Yeah, we've um, it's taken us a while to kind of like we've been holding off on this for a little bit to talk about these episodes because we're like we should definitely record it because you know Young Justice is something that you know gets us blabbing on. Like originally, we we're like, oh, we're only going to speak for, for a certain amount of time, and I already see the timeline. I'm like, oh my god, and I have so much more on my mind and stuff. So, oh, yeah, we we haven't even touched the things I think that are going to happen for Beast Boy this season or what's going to happen with Mitch Martian's sister coming back or, you know, there's tons of stuff. And as the next six, seven episodes come out, hopefully we'll have another recap or another episode about those. And we can hopefully try and piece together what's going to happen with all the other characters and also just reflect on how heavy the kind of show has kind of become with, you know, just growing up. Yeah, uh, I'm... I'm I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed um, Young Justice talk on <laughs> on our podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please, uh, please, please, please uh, subscribe, like, do what you need to do, share if you can. Um, it's been awesome to talk with Troy about these things, the stuff we talk about on the daily. And I, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Thank you guys so much for listening. That's a wrap. Bada boom. Bada boom.